The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Beck Dental Care, Columbia Academy, Jones and Ling Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoit with United Country Realty, the Law Office of David A. Bates, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net. Good morning and welcome into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. I'm Chris Yao. Joined as always by Mo Patton, J.P. Plant with you here on Tuesday. A beautiful Tuesday morning. Had snow flurries in Nashville, my area up here. Not sure if you guys had to deal with that, but uh, man, more snow. Who'd have thunk it? But um, really excited to bring you some Sports news and information, local high school stuff, college, pro, all kinds of great stuff to talk about today, and we appreciate you guys tuning in. Mo, good morning. How are you? I'm do- I'm doing well now that I <laughs> unmute my mic. Um, <laughs> hey, don't shake your head at me, JP. I can see you. I can see you. That's all right. You, know? you, you got a nice, fresh uh, buzz, so we'll we'll forgive you this morning. Yeah, I'm feeling a little lightheaded. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, I'm good. I'm good, other than JP laughing at me because <laughs> I don't have a in-home producer here. But yeah. <laughs> I uh, I shaved and, and fixed my hair for the first time in like two weeks <laughs> today. So re- I feel you. You remembered how to do it? I, yeah, Good. I've only been I've I've had the same hairstyle since I was seventeen, so it kind of just does it by itself. <laughs> it's it's muscle memory at this point. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Um, so when you go to sports clips or whatever, they've got you down. They 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 know what to give you. It's really funny because every time I go, are you still doing this? I'm like, been doing it for fifteen years now. Yeah. <laughs> no sense changing now, huh? <laughs> Last game of the year, Brent. Can't hold anything back. Exactly. No, I mean, yeah, it's 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 just the way it is. I mean, I, I don't know what else I would do. I, I really don't. I mean, I've got my, my family's uh, patented bald spot right there on the crown of my head. So <laughs> I just tell the lady, I said, look, make my bald spot look like it belongs. Just blend it right in. I bet Sarah could come up with something for you ah, i don't know it's uh you know, i bet she's got ideas hair, haircuts haircuts are really i struggle with because i mean this particular haircut requires my hair to be very short so mm-hmm. in order to do anything different i would have to let it grow mm. and it's hard to do that so it's kind of like beards and facial hair, you know, for it to get to a point where it looks good, it you has to go look through the bad part. really bad first. So mm-hmm. that's, that's it. 
that's that's where, where I am. That's where I am in the stage, as as the two of you can see. <laughs> Sarah well, said, I, "I'm handsome no matter what." Thank you. Uh, well, and that's all that matters. That's all that matters, right there. Yeah. Oh man, I, uh, I'm I'm telling you guys, this is a. Uh, I'm not sure if if people have figured out yet that we're not in studio. Uh, but if you didn't know, we uh, we are doing not this all remotely. Uh, each of us are in our own homes, and it's um, it's it's been fun, in 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 the uniqueness of it. It's uh, it's always a a challenge. Every single day, something new comes up. So, uh, it but we're excited to get back to studio next week after the new year when we. Welcome our new affiliate in out in Winchester, and it's just going to be a, a a new year, new us. I know everybody hates that term, but it is what it is. <laughs> but seriously, though, it it should be it'll be good to get back, you know, in the studio and be face to face. But I can't lie, getting up at seven forty five to be on the air at nine is not a bad thing. It's a lot easier than the the the, the six forty that I'm used to. So, yeah, it's um it's going to take some doing next week. <laughs> it might. Oh yes, I, it I'm, will. I'm, I may be a little grudgeful when we get to the studio next week. So just it's definitely you know. better for those of you who stay up all night and put up stories on our website at twelve oh one. And that's what you did last night and the night before. I had to actually set an alarm tonight because uh, last night because I tried to schedule that piece the day before and it didn't work. I woke yes. up and it wasn't there, and so I'm like, okay, let's just do this. So, yeah, scheduling is a problem. Uh, we got to figure that out. But we do have to figure that out. <laughs> at uh, at twelve o one this morning. You posted the Class 3A and 4A Tennessee Sports Writers Association's all-state football teams. Um, so we have those to give to you guys this morning. Some local flavor um, in the coverage area of WKOM, but none on the offense. Well, one on the offensive side. No, two, two on the offensive side. Um, and Tullahoma is on the edge of the coverage area for WKOM. Well, we've got uh, we got some guys of interest though, because in addition to those two Tullahoma guys, there's a receiver from DeKalb County who Spring Hill faced in the opening round of the um, state playoffs. Desmond Noakes was named to the um, All State team as well, so that's a name some folks will be familiar with. I um, I mean, obviously, with the two quarterbacks who were in Class 4A who were Mr. Football finalists automatically make it, so that means that uh, Dick Ab County's quarterback didn't really have a chance, unfortunately, for him. Excel Aldino, yeah. Um, he put up some big numbers for them. They um, they like to throw it deep, and obviously um, Noakes was a recipient of a lot of that um, offensive approach for the Tigers up there, who um, – who utilized the Missouri Tigers logo, by the way? Um, 
I guess word of that has not gotten to Como yet, or else they probably have gotten a cease and desist by now. That see, I don't know. I see a lot. Of, I see a lot of folks using that one. I don't know that Missouri is so uh, is inclined as other schools have been. And maybe maybe Missouri, like, uh, maybe maybe they're like, hey, as long as somebody's wearing it, we're good. And it's the same color, so basically, you know, Missouri's getting paid when they're mm-hmm. because a lot of sh- people, I'm sure, are using Missouri. Uh, I think Marshall. I think Marshall County kind of uses some of that as well. Obviously, like you said, it's a little different when it's in blue and white. But the block M and and the the um the tiger stripes and that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Marshall County, did they also? They do. They have a linebacker, Christian Stacy on this All-State team. The two kids on offense from Tullahoma, Ian Poe, an offensive lineman, and Jacoby Thomas um, was named offensive athlete. Thomas recently signed with um, Middle Tennessee State. So congratulations to him. Go Blue. What? Go Blue. Middle Tennessee State signed a mid-state kid? Hey, we're not going to get into that. We're, we're not, the we're the not, world we're, may the world may be talk about twenty twenty. We're 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 not we're not going to go there this. <laughs> I'm 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 killed. I'm feeling good, but we're not going. <laughs> <laughs> don't 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 interrupt my vibe, man. We're good. Uh, Congratulations to Jacoby Thomas. Uh, <laughs> defensively, in addition to Christian Stacy from Marshall County, um, Nolansville defensive lineman Grant Reeder is also on this team and I thought there was someone else but um I don't think seems so seems not to be the case yeah so congrats to those guys in 4A in 3A we don't really have any teams that we deal with with any regularity there but Martino Owens a Mr. Football finalist from Pearl Cone and a Tennessee State signee um is one of the two quarterbacks. William Griffin Parker, an offensive lineman from Pearl Cone, who is a UT signee, was named to the All-State team. And that appears to be it in terms of our local area, so to speak. Yeah, couple, you know, a couple, um, couple of kids from Stewart County, but mm-hmm. I, I will... I'm a little shocked that nobody from Fairview who, you know, had a pretty good year uh, is on the team. That being said, it's it's hard to get on this team with the amount of Alcoa flavor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, three, three A is a little tough. <laughs> kind of like on the so field. It is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. You know, it, it, it's hard to keep a lot of these Alcoa kids off the team. And I will tell you this, one of the things that the Tennessee Sports Writers Association has kind of prided itself on over the years is making this a tough team. I mean, if you'll notice, there's two quarterbacks, there's three running backs, there's three wide receivers slash tight ends, there's five offensive linemen, there's an athlete, and there's a kicker on offense. On defense, typically you've got four defensive linemen, four linebackers, four DBs, an athlete, and a punter. So, you 
the the objective is to try to make this a team that if you're on it, it's an accomplishment. You know, you're not seeing sure. six quarterbacks and, and 12 running backs and 12 receivers and that kind of thing. And it's a you know, true team. Adds, it's it's a team. I mean, it's a it's a team that you would take the field with, you know, typically. And you know, just players can look at this and they can say, "Hey, you know, this was this was really an accomplishment. Uh, this, you know, this is good." And so, the recognition is good. But again, it's ideally the the true cream of the crop in that particular class and so that's kind of something we as an organization have have prided ourselves on and i think that over the long run we've accomplished that and unfortunately the backside of that is going to be that you have some deserving guys left off and it is what it is yeah so but we appreciate the work that you guys do to get that team out all of the ts WA, and uh, I'm just wondering when I'm going to get my vote. I don't know how long I have to pay my dues. But just kidding, we'll, we'll, kidding. <laughs> don't call us; we'll call you. <laughs> don't. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um. So again, I, I mentioned earlier we got a great show for you. We got Charles Pulliam coming up in the next segment. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about the Summit Christmas New Year's Classic that they uh, put together. Some um, unfortunate news regarding that later. Also, we'll have the rundown where we give you all of yesterday's results and today's schedule. That will be in the uh, last segment of this hour. In the uh, in the second hour, we'll talk about some NFL news that has to do with Dwayne Haskins and some other things. That really, really interesting comments from booger mcfarland so you'll you'll definitely want to hear that and uh you'll get our opinions on it as well Uh, we'll talk obviously college football got some bowl games today some news out of florida and it's also top five tuesday and today we give you our top five game day slash new year's party appetizers so because what would a show be if we didn't discuss food yeah i don't i don't know how we get around it. We just can't. There's, it is what it is. So, so we've got all of that coming up. Like I said, Charles Pulliam in the next segment. So when we come back, we'll bring in the legend from the Williamson Herald. That's Charles Pulliam. He's on the other side of this break. We'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Are you finally ready to turn your outdated kitchen into a dream kitchen, but you don't want to deal with the hassle of a remodel? Call our friends Lynn and Kathy over at By Design Cabinetry in Spring Hill. 
They have the latest trends and timeless classic looks for your home. By Design Cabinetry is your solution to indoor and outdoor cabinets. Visit them at bydesigncabinetry.com or call 615-241-1195. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. As we approach the bottom of the 9 o'clock hour, we thank you for tuning in to talk about some little high school sports and plenty of it to get to, including plenty in Williamson County. Yesterday, Mo and Charles doubled up on the Summit Girls Classic. And Mo's, uh, I'll tell you, Mo was a, a you know a little. Uh, di- I'm, I'm not sure how to say this, but uh, he, he was um, kind of stalking a little bit. Charles taking <laughs> pictures of him, posting it on social media. <laughs> well, here, here, what you, what you have to understand though is, I would. This has been an ongoing thing, and Charles has a much longer lens. And so he has gotten me on more than one occasion along those lines. And so I, I just had the opportunity with my um with my little camera phone to to kind of get exact some get back and did not miss the opportunity. But it's it's all in love though. That's oh, right. Charles yeah. Pulliam of the uh, Williamson Herald joins us. <laughs> What's going on, man? Oh, it's it's going, you know, just dealing with stalkers all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I figured you'd be used to it by now, paparazzi and that kind of thing. I mean, well, next when, time maybe out of the blue, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to have the uh, maybe I'll get like a 400 and I'll take a picture of your nostril or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's gotten me at wrestling matches and that kind of thing, acting a fool as I was wont to do during my wrestling parent days, and so um, <laughs> you know, like yeah, I that's said, what I, I I missed out on. I would have loved to see you on the sidelines as a parent. Now that that would have been something there. Oh no, it wouldn't have been. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, um, you had a busy day yesterday. Yeah, I kind of tried to bounce around a little bit. Uh, we had, you know, there's just a lot of tournaments going on, and, you know, nobody's really allowed to go in there except for players and coaches and maybe parents and uh, us. So I felt like I should probably be trying to get around. I was at uh, Christ Presbyterian Academy's Next Level Hoop Test for quite a bit. I was hoping to make it to Father Ryan, but didn't get the opportunity. They always have a nice tournament there. Um but, uh, yeah, I got to see out at Summit for that, uh, that good Nolensville Summit girls game as well. So, uh, yeah, Lady Spartans among those teams making up for lost time here. Hmm. We're trying to anyway. We'll get a little bit yeah. more into that. But, um, yeah, that was um, that was the first time I'd had a chance to see Zoe Pillar. She's yeah, not she bad. Is a, yeah, she's a, a special post player. And she's really um, – even year over year, she's uh, she's developed a, a better shot. I mean, she could knock step down and knock down a three pointer here and there, and, that and she just she put one up. Changes it. Uh, yeah, she put one up in the first half yesterday. I'm not sure if 
who had gotten mm-hmm. there yet at that point. But um, she put one up from the left wing from behind the arc, and I'm like, I mean, she didn't hit it, but, I mean, her form looked good. It wasn't like a desperation heave or anything like that. And I'm thinking, you know, if she can knock that down <laughs> yeah. and go inside, she's going to be a handful. West Florida oh, signee. I, I, yeah, I, I like I liked that at the D2 level. She's going to be... She's going to be worth watching down there in the um, Gulf South Conference, I think. Oh, I think so. She's she's just made for an impact player. I, I go back to, I, I think of uh, the Dixon County had a had a great post player for a while there who actually plays at Lipscomb now, uh, Kaylee Rosenbaum, and mm-hmm. Kaylee was just had fantastic footwork and was able to use her body really well. Zoe has those pieces, and she's actually developed a little perimeter game as well. And I mean, she handles the ball so much better. And just like last year, I mean, she was, she was a very key piece, but you know, had a knee injury. She was coming off of, I think this senior year. I mean, she's a, she's a double, double machine, but the double, double 2010 style, double, double all the time. So, uh, yeah, she's, she's fun. I watched her, uh, let's see, right before Christmas battle against, uh, Franklin, Kate O'Neill, another good post player. And, uh, they went head to head. She, I think Zoe finished with 28 and seven. Um, but just won the battle down the stretch. It was, uh, it was good to watch. She's, she's a fun post player to see. I tell you what I like about her is she can finish with both hands at the rim. Yeah, totally. And that, you know, thinking about, uh, you know, that, that Nolensville team, I mean, they had so many pieces that they lost in the, on the guard spot from last year's state semifinal team. Well, you know, potential state championship style mm. team too. Uh, they were they were one of the the four girls teams that got uh, halted there right as COVID really took over in March. But she was still kind of coming back into herself, you know, getting her legs underneath her in that state tournament run. And now she's her and uh, Cayman Ladd, Coach Ladd's daughter. They're the the leaders of that team. They're really it. I mean, he's loaded with a bunch of freshmen at the guard spot. They lost four or five seniors from last year. Um, it, it really comes down to where Zoe and where Cayman can take them. And uh, as long as you got Zoe, I think you can go places. Um, so yeah, she's, she's talented. Oh, without question. And I think her continuing to see good post players like an Ellie Colson only helps her because, you know, as Chris Lab was telling me after the game, they're not going to see – a lot of teams like Summit when they get into their um, district play. And so for her in particular to to get that kind of challenge in this situation, it's only going to make her better when they get into those um, big-time postseason matchups that they are anticipating being in this year. Well, yeah, you mentioned uh, Ellie there. Ellie's one of those other top post players in the area. And, you know, she really, uh, she had a quiet first half, you know, looking at it. And she ended up getting a couple, couple key offensive rebounds there late in that game against Tiller. And, uh, you know, those two are actually teammates on the, uh, team Brandon Wright team as well. So, I mean, they, they go way back. You could see him joshing the whole game. Lots of smiles, lots of pushing, lots of shoving. Those two girls uh, had quite the battle last night. And like, uh, like I said, Coach Ladd has, uh, he, plan that schedule around and make sure that she gets some good contact. Obviously, Nolensville is going to be playing a lot more Summit and Franklin's and all those teams anyway, but uh, you know, with uh, one more year at their current level, it'll be uh, 
these are all big games for Zoe to be able to really kind of find her feet even more against some tough talent. Ellie's one of those players. I mean, we watched her sister Olivia for a long time, and now Ellie's coming through and uh, just amazing footwork. She uses her body so well. Yeah, and and I'll tell you, she um, she's a really good passing post player as well. She made a nice little wrap around around Zoe for a for a layup um, late in that ball game yesterday, as Summit started to pull away for that forty two thirty two victory. Mm-hmm. And really, kind of, she I remember that play too. I think it might have been maybe Delaney or uh, Bergen kind of cutting to mm-hmm. the basket, but. She waited for that extra defender, too. So she already had Zoe up in her jersey, but then maintained control the whole way through, and then the double team came. Then she just did a little flip pass on the cut, and mm-hmm. that's just that's just pretty basketball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, even if you don't necessarily have a dog in the hunt, it kind of makes you want to want to applaud that one because you, you appreciate seeing that kind of play. We're visiting with um, – Charles Pulliam of the Williamson Herald, as we typically do on Tuesday. Sometimes it's Charles, sometimes it's Joe. Today it's <laughs> Charles, and um, always nice, as I said, to to be in in the same gym with with these guys, and because it doesn't happen nearly as much as we'd like. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And that was, you know, I I had a great time hanging out at Christ Presbyterian Academy. Obviously, with our our, uh, our our orders and, and all the COVID stuff going on, it's a lot different being at that next level tournament where it's not like a standing room only. So uh, this tournament at CPA each year, I think they're in their eighth year now, and they got the girls going in the morning and the boys going at night. And it's a full eight-team tournament, uh, you know, double elimination. There's going to be third-place games, you name it. It's, it's a great setup. And over the years, we've had some, really great action there and it really is i mean we've had fire marshals kick people out because truly standing room only so to be at that tournament and watch some of these great games and great teams even local side uh and and have 50 people in the stands is is a lot different but again we get to play still so i think that's where everyone's fine um couple great games last night. I uh, had uh, the Brentwood Academy boys edge Ravenwood and Coach Patrick Whitlock there, 61-60. Um, Trent McNair hit a couple free throws with less than a second left to lift the BA boys into a semifinal tonight where they're going to take on CPA. And that's one that's, that's a circled one. I think I don't think I'll be able to make it to the game itself, but I think I'm going to watch a little bit of that one on the NFS, NFHS network because uh, the CPA team is is a talented one. They put up 111 points last night. It was wild, wasn't it? Yeah. I, I saw that and I was like, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. You don't see the old 111 too often, but uh, Braden Zapp, uh, a senior, Trevecca commit, uh, he had 38 points. 27 in the first half. Uh, the big fellow there, Braden Moore, big 6'8 shooter, uh, just a junior. He had 26. CPA hit 16 three-pointers. And this was a scrappy, pretty talented Livingston Academy team, but they win 111 to 74. It's, it's, uh, you get a, like a neck crank watching the CPA team because they are just back and forth, back and forth. And uh, at Coach Drew Maddox there just does a great job with that team, and they're constantly a threat to put up 
the century mark style points. It was it was incredible to watch though. You know, I saw that CPA team a couple of weeks ago lose down at Columbia Academy, eighty eight, eighty three. But um, like you said, they've definitely got some firepower. And when you see that one eleven seventy four one, it's got to be tough if you're Livingston Academy to score seventy four points and lose by thirty seven. But two, um, I I felt like my question when I saw one eleven for CPA was how many threes did they hit? So sixteen, huh? Yeah, 16, and that was uh, Zap. Zap finished with six, and uh, Braden Moore had four, a big fellow there. But they you know, can shoot a, it, man. Yeah, oh man, just lights out kind of stuff. They, uh, yeah, putting up, you know, NBA style numbers in less minutes, man. It, it was weird. They're, they're scoring by quarters 25, 28, 33, 25. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just wild, and like you said, uh, you know, Livingston Academy was scoring. You know, uh, they had a kid, um, Matthew Sells, put up thirty-two, but just not enough firepower. It was it was crazy. They they'd score and then give up two in a quick quick little hit like that. And um, CPA scored eighteen points in the first two minutes of the third quarter, just to show how quickly they can get out. Um, it was. It was still a, a decent game up to that point, about 15 points or so, and then they just ran away. <laughs> yeah, they have, a, they have a way of doing that. Yeah, um, definitely. So, like you said, that CPA Brentwood Academy game tonight should be a um, worth watching, as I'm sure will be the Ensworth-Siegel semifinal game, both of them beating out-of-state competition. Ensworth defeating St. Pius X of Georgia, 77-57, and Siegel edging Center Hill, Mississippi, 60-57. So. Yeah, that was, uh, I think, the last second win for uh, Ensworth. I know that Center Hill team, uh, they tied it at 57, and then uh, mm-hmm. a three-pointer to win it pushes Siegel into that matchup there. And, uh, you know, Ensworth has been, I've got, I had the chance to watch them play against Brentwood early on. And uh, this is the second meeting against Siegel this year already. So uh, Siegel's a talented team that Ed Gravenwood recently. Um, and uh, let's see, the last time they played, I think, was right before uh, Thanksgiving. But Endsworth beat Siegel ninety-seven to eighty-seven. So again, Ooh. these are these are teams that just throw up the points. It is it is impressive stuff. And in case you're not keeping up, folks, they play thirty-two minute games. In yeah. So, so ninety-seven points in thirty-two minutes. Do the math. That's what three points a minute. Yeah. That's, and that's, that's uh, you know, we talked about the high school. We were just talking about a Livingston Academy team putting up seventy-four and losing, and then this Eagle team was put up eighty-seven and lost. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's just just wild stuff. Basketball, uh, the the fast pace has kind of taken over in high school and I'm okay with it because I mean, I'd much rather watch that than I saw a video of a team that held the ball an entire quarter. And, uh, that's a, you know, that's no fun. So yeah, you it's can, not the next, it's, it's not fun, but I don't want to see a shot clock. For some in high, uh-huh, I don't want to see a shot <laughs> clock in high school. I just, I, I think philosophically if, if pulling the ball out is what gives your team the best chance to win and you can execute it, 
mm-hmm. I think you should be able to do that. So, I think so too, especially at the high school level. I think getting kids into rush mode right away, um, naturally that kind of happens with some of these talented teams. So mm-hmm. it kind of plays into suit, but sometimes when, uh, when you need the opportunity to make it a game, slowing it down is pretty neat. We've seen some some of our Williamson County teams do that over the years very well. I know the think of the Brentwood boys mm-hmm. all these times. Uh, even at that state tournament going against uh, uh, the big fellow, gosh. <laughs> Used to play at Endsworth, six seven footer, went to Memphis for a little while, just got drafted in the NBA. Oh my gosh, what's his name? <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah, a lot of names, a wow. lot of years. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But that was a, an example of a, a team coming in scoring, you know, 70, 80, 90 points a game. And uh, you keep them in the 40s just by possession ball, and it gives you an opportunity to play right there with them and have a chance right down the stretch. And Brentwood boys were able to do that uh, at the state semifinal level just a couple of years ago. Um, in a game they probably, uh, you know, they kind of overachieved to get to that point, and yet they still had a chance to maybe make it into the final, which is pretty impressive, just based on, you know, that possession-style stuff. We're going to take some clock each time. We're going to be very deliberate. Um, I've always made sure to make a point to talk to people that want the, the shot clock in, in uh, high school sports and bringing those examples in and how it's, it's better for a kid to be able to be patient than constantly rush, especially as a 14, 15, 16-year-old. <laughs> I agree, Charles. I agree. Charles, um, man, quick today. Felt like we, we barely talked to you, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's time, unfortunately, for uh, for us to take a break. But if you are out today and you see Charles uh, sitting cross-legged, crisscross applesauce on the baseline, on the baseline <laughs> uh, make sure to throw him a, a Jeep wave or something like that and let him know that that you see him and, and check out his work on uh, williamsonherald.com. And obviously you can follow him at CS Pulliam on Twitter, which is pretty much the best place to, to, to follow Charles. Just follow Charles on Twitter <laughs> and, and you will you will be uh, happy. It will, it will make your day. So, Charles, thanks again for joining us, man. We appreciate your time. Yes, I appreciate it, guys. Hope to see you in the gym here soon, and uh, we'll keep the uh, little sniping photos going here. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Sounds sounds good, man. All right, see ya. All right, that's Charles Palum of the Williamson Herald, and when we return, we'll talk about a couple of local kids who are going to extend their football playing careers, uh, but in a unique way so we'll tell you about who's going to be extending their career we'll talk about yesterday's results at the summit girls classic and we'll give you the rundown of all of yesterday's results and today's schedule when we come back on southern middle tennessee sports today presented by mid tennessee bone and joint If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal. Recently, we learned about Patio West in Spring Hill and what a pleasure it has been. Their menu is full of seafood, burgers, and more, giving every member of your family something to enjoy. 
Be sure to go by Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats located at 3011 Longford Drive in Spring Hill or visit patiowest.com and tell them the guys at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. So we're back here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. I'm Maurice Patton. Apparently, Chris has lost audio. Quite puzzledly so. Yeah, it looks like um, Bo, his connection has dropped. We'll, uh, he's connecting back in. We'll get him back in there. Okay. Chris, you there? Yeah. No, I quit. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> there you go. There we go. Welcome back. Thank you, guys. I appreciate that. Yeah, good to have you. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. I mean, again, it's different when we plan. Well, it's different when we plan on you not being here. When it's all of a sudden you just up and walk away, you know, it's it's a little, little little shocking. Oh man, yeah, it's uh, it's it's not supposed to happen that way. Yeah, but uh, no, during the break, I uh, I'm I'm not sure, but I, I know that at some point my my USB came out of the. The, the microphone and I plugged it back in, but clearly it didn't reconnect and I wasn't paying attention. So we weren't Such ready. Is life. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't. It's okay. Now I know though, that if, that if the, um, if the red dot goes away, then I'm not connected to you guys. That's a, that's the important part there. there the red go. dot. So it's, now it's we good know. to be observant. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so as I told you on the other side of the break, we had a couple of local kids who will continue their athletic careers and, um, some, a surprising landing spot for certainly one of these players, but, um, two Columbia central football players, Justin Buckman and Carter Sidlowski have reclassified to the class of 2022. To do that, they will have to play at a prep school, and they are both planning to play at Tennessee Valley Prep down in Huntsville, and uh, that's a a little surprising for me. I don't know about you, but I'm a little shocked to see uh, these two having to play at a prep school. Um, Carter Sidlowski was announced yesterday as a Class 5A selection by the Tennessee Sports Writers Association. Um, He had recently received scholarship offers from both North Alabama and Western Carolina. Um, Both pretty sound scholarship offers. Assuming they were scholarships, I mean, I guess they could have conceivably been, been preferred yeah. walk-on yeah. type situations. And and if that's the case, then this makes a little bit more sense. But honestly, I'm I'm a little perplexed 
Um, Tennessee Valley Prep played seven games this past fall, which kudos to them for getting seven games in in the middle of a pandemic. They, um, I did not realize that the prep school athletic path was as um, well-trafficked as it apparently is in the South because, like I said, they played seven games this past year. They um, they played Birmingham Prep. They played the Georgia Knights. They played Jefferson Postgraduate twice. Um, <laughs> uh, they played Birmingham Prep twice. Um, oh, and they played oh. the Georgia Knights twice. The second time for the CAIA National Championship. I'm not sure what the CAIA is, but um. Um, that's impressive that they played for the national championship and they were three and four. Yeah. 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 But here's what happened. They lost to Birmingham prep twice in the regular season and beat them in the playoffs. So there you go. Yeah. So they played Birmingham prep three times. They did. They did. They played him in the first round of the playoffs. How, how they got into the playoffs, I couldn't tell you. But uh, yeah. yeah, that you know, I will say, you know, again, this is pretty, pretty impressive. You know that they were able to get some games in. That being said, I mean, and and this is not their first year. I think this is their fourth or fifth year playing football. I think last year was their first basketball season. Um, the about us on the website tvalleyprep.com says that Tennessee Valley Prep Sports Academy was founded in 2018. So, there you go. Okay. Well, so they've not done anything for more than three years. But I do remember the basketball team playing Columbia State, um, either last year or the year before over at Spring Hill. So, the yes, Valley Boys. I, I, it was last year. I, I covered that game. The Valley Boys with the Z. Valley Boys with the Z. Hey. Valley Valley Boys. Z. I'm not sure what the women's team is because I just saw that they have a um a um women's basketball team as well. I think this is their I first year. I assume they're the Valley Girls. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> with a Z. I hope so. I definitely hope that is the the case. <laughs> but it's pretty uh, gnarly. <laughs> so so I guess the um, Carter Sidlowski and Justin Buckman will be Valley Boys next year. And, With a Z. Yeah, <laughs> Valley Boys. Uh, it's like boys in the hood. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I saw a boys in the hood hoodie over the weekend, by the way, and I almost bought it, but I didn't. Anyway, we need to uh, get to some high school basketball uh, results and schedule. So let's go ahead and do the rundown. This is the rundown. Yesterday, there were some exciting games in the world of local high school basketball. And that was on Monday, December 28th. This is your Tuesday rundown. The Columbia Academy um, boys fell 57-49 at home to Lipscomb Academy. Will Jackson had 14 points, Drew Butt 10 for 
the homestanding Bulldogs. In other boys action, Columbia Central fell to Goodpasture 53-44. to And there, the Lions were led by 13 points from Q Martin and 13 from Amari Franklin. The Lions did hit six three-pointers in the game, including three from Amari Franklin. In girls' action, Columbia Central girls got a win at Good Pasture, 50-47. They were led by Janiah Riley, who had 22 points. She was the only Lady Lion in double figures. Josie Parks, Janice Bailey, and Riley Ham each had eight. Over at Summit in the Summit Girls Classic, um... Father Ryan defeated Franklin 38-28 in the second game of the day. The host Lady Spartans defeated Nolansville 42-32 as we spoke earlier in the show. Um, Zoe Pillar with a game-high 16 points for Nolansville. Delaney No and Claudette Runk 11 points each for Summit. And Ellie Colson added eight in that victory. Up at Brentwood in the next level Hoops Fest over at Christ Presbyterian Academy. A full slate of games. Beach Girls defeated Clarksville Christian 50-21. Post CPA defeated Fairview 59-40. Brentwood 56, Livingston Academy 42, and the Brentwood Academy Girls defeated Clarksville 59-55. In boys play, CPA defeated Livingston Academy 111-74. Brentwood Academy edged Ravenwood 61-60. Ensworth 77, St. Pius X of Georgia 57, and Siegel 60. Center Hill, Mississippi, 57. That tournament continues with games today and tomorrow. Um, girls' play is ongoing as we speak. And there are some other games that will be taking place this morning during our show, one of which the Hampshire girls will take on Cheatham County over at Stewart County. That game is scheduled for 10.30 a.m. Also, Summertown is hosting Lipscomb Academy in a regular season double header right in the middle of <laughs> classic tournament games so that game is girls are scheduled to start at six boys to follow um we've also got the state farm classic going on over at riverdale and um i don't have that schedule in front of me chris so hit them with that real quick they've got independence girls they will take on cookville at one o'clock Providence Christian follows against Portland, scheduled for 2.30. Mount Notre Dame of Ohio and Madison Academy are set to play at 4 o'clock. And Knoxville Webb and Riverdale will be in the nightcap at 5.30. That is the State Farm Classic All Games at Riverdale High School. And finally, the Summit Girls Classic has uh, been shut down for the day. Is that correct? That is correct. Um, they will resume tomorrow. They will resume tomorrow, and that is your Tuesday Rundown. And when we return, we're going to talk about um, some comments Booger McFarlane had on NFL draft picks and their... The way that they approach their newfound jobs in the NFL, and specifically Dwayne Haskins, I guess, is where this kind of comes from. 
So I'm really interested to to tell you. You'll hear what Booger had to say in about two minutes, and then we'll tell you what we think about it. Of course, it's Top 5 Tuesday, Top 5 Game Day Appetizers. We'll also give you the local ho- college hoop schedule, and we'll talk about some bowl games as well. All of that in the second hour. We'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Stay t- The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Beck Dental Care, Columbia Academy, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the Law Office of David A. Bates, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their ortho-quick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net. Welcome back into the second hour of Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. I'm Chris Yao, joined as always by Mo Patton, J.P. Plant with you on the controls, making sure everything works properly, and we appreciate that. Um, Big second hour as we got, uh, got got a lot going on. Again, pro football, college hoop schedules, college bowl games and news and whatnot i can't wait for top five i can't i I, I, this is going to be a good top five i got a feeling (laughs) because it is game day appetizers and or holiday party appetizers or whatever just you know party appetizers and uh for these 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 parties we won't be attending unfortunately (laughs) this year (laughs) yeah yeah. Man. There was that. This is the perfect time of year for parties too, you know. I know. The it's the end of one year, the beginning of the next, bowl games, I mean all sorts of reasons and excuses to get together and, and chill. I remember last year, last year's New Year's Day or New Year's Eve night, I spent it on the rooftop of Alan Jackson's place on Broadway. Rooftop, that's about the only good thing about the, the rooftop bars in Nashville outside of hanging out during the day and just listening to some music. But they're really good for the 4th of July, the New Year's Eve. The firework uh, viewing is is solid from the rooftops of Broadway. But that's about the only good thing about them. <laughs> As long as you can deal with the bachelorettes, you're good to go. You act like that's a bad thing. It's a struggle. (laughs) When I I was working on Broadway, it was even worse. I mean... Working would be a different story, yes. I I, I was working, and I I was running karaoke at AJ's. And every time a bachelorette party would come in, I would would sing the old Dominion song, Break Up With Him. This one's just for you, uh. bride to be. <laughs> no, you That's ain't in love with up. him. Break up with him. 
it it is it is but uh oh yeah so I want to get into something that I saw on Twitter this morning Booger McFarland uh gave a great um analysis of his what he has seen from these top draft picks over the years and I'll be honest with you. I think he makes a great point here. Uh, I'll be interested to get your guys' opinion on this one because it's, uh, well, it's interesting. Let's just hear what he had to say. You know, unfortunately, I've seen this too many times. Played in the NFL almost a decade. You played a long time. We've been around it for a long time. And oftentimes, young players, especially, and I'm going to go here, especially young African-American players, because they make up 70% of this league. They come into this league and they ask themselves the wrong thing. They come into the league saying not how can I be a better player? They don't say, how can I be a better teammate? They don't say, how can I be better, a better person? How can I get my organization over the hump? Here's what they come in saying. They come in saying, how can I build my brand better? How can I build my social media following better? How can I work out on Instagram and show everybody that I'm ready to go, but when I get to the game, I don't perform? Dwayne Haskins, unfortunately, is not the first case that I've seen like this. Yes. It, and, and it won't be the last. And it, it bothers me because a lot of it is the young African-American player. They come in, and they don't take this as a business. It is still a game to them. Yeah, look at this as football. This ain't football, right. man. This is a billion-dollar business. Yes. It's billions of dollars. They pay us a lot of money to talk about the game. So imagine what they pay these guys to, to play. play the game. Yes. Yeah. They play a child's game and get paid a king's ransom. And, and, and it bothers me because I saw a quarterback do it. I saw Jamarcus Russell do it. The number one pick in the draft, they gave him $40 million and he threw it down the damn drain because he didn't take it seriously. And it bothers me because there are a lot of jobs like this around. Mm-mm. I'm going to tell you, I, I, I've been retired a while. It's not a lot of jobs <laughs> like that around where they will pay you millions of dollars for virtually six months of performance. So my message to Dwayne Haskins, not just him, but the rest of the young players in the NFL, man, this is a game, but take it as a business. There are billions with a B of dollars at stake. And until you start approaching this game that way, until you start coming to work saying, you know what, what can I do to get better today? What can I do to make sure my teammates are better today? How can I put my organization first instead of my damn Instagram? Take it as a a serious business, but too many times it's a game. We want to TikTok. We want to do all these different things. Man, do you understand how much money is at stake? I don't think... I don't think any any of this is wrong. What I'm what I personally believe is that if you build your skill level, you can build your brand. But the skill level's got to come first. What I mean, what are your thoughts on this? You know, I I guess my my question and as I look at Jeff Perlman's response to this on on Twitter, a um former guest of the show, Jeff Perlman, um, where he says, I find this really flawed. If there's one thing players should be doing is thinking about their themselves and their brand first. Teams, coaches, spew family, BS, and it's a lie. You'll be cut in a second with a battered body mind, so look out for you first, second, and third. And I get that, but I guess my question to Jeff this morning would be, how is Dwayne Haskins' brand doing today? Exactly. You know, a, a lot. Of, one person that I 
that I replied to with this, you know, said, you know, CC Juju Smith Schuster. And I thought, well, but Juju did it correctly. He he played number two behind Antonio Brown for a couple of years. He built himself up to a number one level receiver. And, and let me stop you just a second because that's not always an easy transition. You've seen a number of guys who were the number two that suddenly became the number one and did not perform to that level. Uh, and going from the complimentary receiver in particular to the go-to guy, it's not – it's a different game when you are the capital T-H-E guy in a passing game. It, especially so, because – Go I ahead. Mean, it, well, the, the level from number one cornerback to number two cornerback is pretty significant typically. Um but he, you know, he had the game-winning touchdown, and then they all did a TikTok dance after the game. And he's, you know, he's got a huge TikTok following. And I thought, man, he did it the right way. This is the way you build your brand. You, if you put yourself on a on a level where you have performed to being a top-tier player in this league, your brand is going to be much easier to sell. You don't have to build your brand. Your brand is building itself by the performance on the field. I mean, am I I wrong? (laughs) I don't think you are. I think you have to perform. I, I I don't think there are a lot of mediocre players that have brands. You know, I don't think that there are a lot of mediocre players that, that people are talking about. And so I, I'm not sure what Booger said exactly that people would necessarily take exception to. The one thing that I would say is it's not a racial thing, and Exhibit A is Johnny Manziel. Chris Herring of the uh, of ESPN NBA writer would disagree. <laughs> He uh, he says that he's wary of individual examples that give racists more cover. And he said We're, we've had Manziel and Leaf, who've had issues that went beyond branding, just like we've had Jamarcus and Haskins. So I guess he's kind of saying the same thing you are. First off, Ryan Leaf played well before any social media, so I don't yeah, know. I'm not. I'm Ryan not sure Leaf how, didn't have a brand. I'm not sure how Ryan Leaf gets included in that in that mix, but I mean. Manziel to me is the poster child for taking care of your business everywhere but on the field. Right. And he Herring goes on to say, you know, the last two MVPs have been black quarterbacks, one of whom was billed as many as a wide receiver. Here's my here here's my thought behind that. This proves the point. This proves it because both who were who are those MVPs? Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, neither of those were supposed to be NFL quarterbacks. You know what they did? They went out and they proved themselves by becoming better football players. They went out and they went to work. Instead know? of worrying about Instagram, they went to work. That's what Booger's saying. That's how you become a household name. That's how you become a most valuable player in this league is you get to work. Well, that's how you go from – playing at Texas Tech in a chuck and duck offense and folk wondering if you can play in the NFL to, you know, doing State Farm commercials with Jake. That's what's... And if that's not building your brand, I don't know what is. But, you know, 
he's got the bona fides to go with it. He is considered to be the best quarterback in the NFL right now, Patrick Mahomes is. And that's how you build your brand. You do it on the field. I mean, Jake is hanging out with the two best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Mahomes and Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, 40-plus and four picks. And then Patrick Mahomes, reigning Super Bowl MVP. I mean, and that is... That's the difference to me. And the so, difference and, is that Mahomes and Jackson went to their teams, and and there's a little bit of difference between Kansas City and and Baltimore versus Miami or some of these other high profile cities. Those two type th- those two teams and their their mentality is work hard. You know they they've got that blue collar mentality in in Kansas City. They got a blue collar mentality in in Baltimore and you know John Harbaugh's done a great job building that Mm -hmm. so I think it's just it's different when you worry about winning first it's a lot easier to 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 get on Instagram and say you know here's my MVP trophy instead of here's me doing some squats And and I think you have to look at the situation that Dwayne Haskins stepped into as well I mean you talk about winning cultures and creating those. There was not that in Washington when Dwayne Haskins got there. Ron Rivera is trying to create that, but it was it certainly wasn't there when Haskins was drafted. You know, in, in, a, in a pick that no one wanted except the team owner. So, you know, maybe he went in there with the thought that. If there's going to be any buzz, I have to create it myself. And everything else stemmed from that. But, you know, regardless, I I just don't think anything, I'm not sure that anything substitutes for on-field success in terms of gaining attention. You know, you don't hear about Mike Trout anywhere except on the field. Just, and, just to name one, and and again, I'm, I don't think I don't think it's a racial thing. I just think it's a, you know, go in, get your job done, and then the attention will come. And right now, the the brand that Dwayne Haskins has built, like I said, it it's not go it's not doing very well at the moment, and so, you know, think about yourself first, second, and third. I'm I'm not. Sh- sure about that one jeff i i will say this i've seen this become a positive for a lot of players there are a lot of a lot of guys who if their men if their mentality can take it if their egos can take it like a Jameis winston even who has gone to you know new orleans to accept a backup role learn from a very well, except a backup to the backup role, as it turns out. Yes, but in, in in his in his defense, he went in asking to get better. Mm-hmm. You know, he he went to a team where he knew that he was going to learn from a guy who holds NFL records. Mm-hmm. And if you can do that, if you're Dwayne Haskins, and you can say, you know what, I was a little too cocky. Let me uh, let me do better. Mm-hmm. Then, 
I, I think Dwayne Haskins can be a good quarterback in this league. I really do. But it, it's, it comes down to this ain't the Big Ten. This is the National Football League, and it's it's a different world. So you, you have to go and, out. And, and as Booger to, said, it, it's a business. And it's a business. And you have to approach it that way. You know, it, it's, it ain't fun and games at this point. You and know. your little your little five million dollar contract or whatever is a drop in the bucket. Clearly, they think that they think that five million dollars is like something special, and it ain't. Well, it is That's to them. And, and I, I understand, but it's not as is like Booger's saying. You can't comprehend the amount of money that is involved. <laughs> you can't. So anyway, I. I just hope I hope that he gets the opportunity to humble himself like you mentioned about Jameis Winston and to get himself into a a stable situation where everybody is on the same page and he can learn from a veteran and that he realizes that he needs to be somewhere where he can learn from somebody. I think that's part of the problem. Again, I I think a lot of this goes back to the dysfunction of the Washington football team. <laughs> I don't and, disagree with you at all. <laughs> and not, not, you know, not just on the field. I mean, you've got owners, you know. They're called paying, the football team. Well, I mean, you've got owners <laughs> paying folks off for for sexual harassment suits and that kind of thing. And, I mean, it, it's top down over there. And so they're – there's a lot of dysfunction there, and so to to expect players to not be dysfunctional in a dysfunctional environment might be think, might be asking a little bit much, especially Maybe young kids. So. You're exactly right. Oh, well, I'm glad we got that off my chest because I, I was fired up this morning. <laughs> I'm glad I, we I got was, that off your chest as well. Yeah. But uh, let's take a quick break, why don't we? And when we come back, we'll tell you the local college hoops schedule. There are two games tonight. <laughs> so that's the, that's the local college hoops uh, schedule for you. And um, we'll talk about bowl games, some Florida news uh, as they get ready to take on Oklahoma in the Cotton Bowl. And it's Top 5 Tuesday. That's coming up later this hour. We'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee, Bone & Joint. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Are you finally ready to turn your outdated kitchen into a dream kitchen, but you don't want to deal with the hassle of a remodel? Call our friends Lynn and Kathy over at By Design Cabinetry in Spring Hill. They have the latest trends and timeless classic looks for your home. By Design Cabinetry is your solution to indoor and outdoor cabinets. Visit them at bydesigncabinetry.com or call 615-241-1195.
Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. It is ten twenty-eight here on Tuesday. We appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll be with you today and tomorrow, but we will take uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day to. I will be spending time with my family. I am actually going back home uh, because Thursday will be 14 days since the onset of my first symptom. So I'm going to go home and feel like I'll be okay to do so. We'll see. But uh, we are going to spend some time with our families and we hope that you will do the same. Also, our families, a.k.a. college football ball games. Because <laughs> I know that's what I'll. Thursday and Friday will be full of me doing nothing. Is that what you're doing, JP? Yeah, Chris, not necessarily in that order. <laughs> Family football and some of the appetizers we're going to talk about food. in the next segment. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Family football and food. And not three necessarily F's. in that order. The, the three Fs, sort of like my, sort of like some of my report cards. But yeah, um, <laughs> those first two years in college are rough, man. Mm-hmm. You got, man, you, you you just don't know. Listen, you if talk about there, culture shock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're out there and you are a high school senior, go to a JUCO. Trust yes, me. Yes, <laughs> it's and, free and, and it's a lot easier. Unless you know what you want to do, yeah. That's not a bad move. Yeah, because if also you, stay if, away from stay away from those eight o'clock classes. That's right. That's Thank right. me later. <laughs> yeah, if you don't go to JUCO first, eventually you will go to JUCO if you're not prepared. Hmm. I speak from hmm. experience, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, Tennessee Promise is a beautiful thing. Absolutely, that would have been nice yeah. to have had uh, back in the day, huh, Mo? It would have changed a lot of things. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, real quick, I want to get you the, the local college hoop schedule. There's only two games today. Lipscomb playing a doubleheader. Um, women's team will host Campbellsville Harrodsburg. Sure. Uh, that's I did not, 4 o'clock. I, I did not realize that Campbellsville had a satellite school. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> are they didn't also the, the, are they also the Camels? Went, yeah, didn't Lipscomb's women play um, Tennessee last night? Tennessee yesterday. last night, mm-hmm. they did. Yeah, they they, they definitely did. In Knoxville, did, um, as a twenty-five point, yeah, loss, seventy-seven but, fifty-two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Campbellsville Harrodsburg is the Pioneers. Yeah. So there you go, the Pioneers. But they that that game is at four p.m. scheduled uh, at Allen Arena here in Nashville. Mm-hmm. The men will take on uh, Freed Hardeman at seven. So, wonder if our friend Purdell Knox will be going down and checking that one out, checking out his alma mater on the floor. We uh, we know a guy who uh, who can uh, help us out with some Freed information. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, but yeah, seven p.m. tonight, also at Allen Arena. So you can check that out on ESPN Plus. I guess they're probably letting some folks in. I don't know. I, I, I guess they're under the same order as 
high schools from from Governor Lee. I, I, don't I know. would think, but, but who, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> you might be best off to just check that one out on ESPN Plus. Probably. And, and um, you can you can check out one of the best values in college basketball in Carson Carey from Columbia Academy, who is a non-scholarship player at Lipscomb, and I think he's starting. He's a, as a walk-on. Kid's solid. I I expect he will have earned a uh, a scholarship at pretty soon. Uh, you'd like to think. We'll. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Let's uh let's let's go over some oh I, I I saw something on Twitter I have to mention real quick before we get into it. Um hmm. Master P and Baron Davis. These there two guys. Go. Baron Davis M- NBA superstar. Superstar. <laughs> superstar, okay. let me tell you. Tongue in cheek on uh, that one, huh? Baron Davis who Baron Davis who brought a gun into the um locker room when he was with the Wizards, Is that Baron Davis? Listen, he he's Master P. Did you hear that part? This is he's hanging with Master P. I really don't know how this is a surprise. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, go ahead. These, these two, these two, according to Peter Burns, are, are allegedly trying to buy Reebok, and I, I just let's put it this way. If I could buy an old brand that like used to be a thing, I don't think Reebok would be the one. What would it be? Oh, I'm buying Pony, and it's no question, Z- <laughs> zero question. It's it's Pony. I'm sorry. Did you just see Clayton Harris's text to us? <laughs> hey, make. You know how? Do you know how Baron Davis makes him say "uh"? He brings a gun. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sure "uh" was said quite a bit that day. Um, <laughs> wow, wow. Clayton with the line of the day. Thank you, Clayton, for waking us up this Tuesday morning. Mm, oh mm, man, that that'll so, be interesting. What would you buy if it? Oh, good. I've never thought bell? about it. You'd buy Sports Bell, wouldn't you? I'd buy Russell. <laughs> hey, that's a good one. I'd buy Russell. I love Russell stuff. But they're not, oh. I mean, they're an old brand. Like, But they were never on the level of some of these others, I guess. Well, they would be once I bought them. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> JP, you got, you got a brand you'd want to buy? It's uh, a good question. There's so many out there. Uh, now, are we talking about a brand that is uh, dead or just... Just like a old, sports, no, no, yeah. no. Just one that that used to be really big and has kind of fallen by mm. the wayside thanks to Nike's ridiculousness. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's um, Russell's not bad because it is a Southern thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, born out of Alabama, um, Alex City. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's uh, you know, Champion is a is another mm. name. Yeah, that, that have had huge some, now. Yeah. They they've grown Champion back is up. Huge now. So, Thank well, I mean, you, it's Kim not it's, it's not Nike huge. Uh, it's, but what is? Dude, have you have you have you tried to buy a Champion sweatshirt lately? <laughs> no. They're forty five dollars for a sweatshirt. Yeah, no, Champion is Champion is they're huge. Okay. <laughs> no longer than the the Walmart brand. 
As a, I wore Champion as a kid all the time because, heck, we couldn't afford nothing else. It's not a bad thing. I'm just Hold saying. Up. Well, I've got a couple of Champion sweatshirts, actually, but I didn't pay $45. See, if you wear them now, though, so, you look like it you must are. Have been, must have been before Kim. <laughs> it, Pre-Kim, there you go. So I'm just yeah, saying. It must have been pre- Yeah. I don't know. I just, I think Pony had some really cool shoes back in the day. That that check mm-hmm. that they had, that, that V check, solid. Yeah. The Chevron, I think it is. Do you, maybe. Do what about, you, what about do Converse? You guys remember, see, Converse is, is pretty big too, but they're not really athletic big. They are more uh, pop culture big. Mm-hmm. Like, they, you see more Converse in Hot Topic than you do at Foot Locker. Does that make sense? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but it was, it was the thing in the 80s. Oh, Bird magic. Oh, man. Do y'all... Y'all don't even know. So my my grandparents own a sporting goods store, and we sold Converse exclusively because when the Chuck Taylor brand came out, they were they were in the, in the early two thousands. They were trying to compete with Nike because back in the early two thousands, everybody had team shoes. No, nobody had their own shoes. You yeah. all wore the same shoe. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we were selling Converse as team basketball shoes. So it's all I wore because my grandparents sold it, so they were free. Yeah, <laughs> and so I earned the nickname Chuck Taylor. Nice, <laughs> nice. There you go. Nice, nice. Uh, that's and, a, that's and a great was, nickname for a shoe, by the way. Yes, it is one uh, of the all-time greats. Yeah, it, it really is. Let's Free be- was also really good when I was in eighth grade, and I had four pair of shoes in one basketball season because my foot kept growing. <laughs> oh goodness. There you go. But yeah, that, it's a much better name than um, Stephen Curry's new Golden Flow. Ooh, <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, no, yeah. no, no, yes. no. <laughs> he does not spend any time on the internet, does he? Oh goodness, <laughs> not enough. Mm. Oh, okay, guys, uh, that's a yeah, anyway. We need to talk about college football because this is this is at hand at this point. Golden, <laughs> <laughs> I need to get off that subject. <laughs> there are two bowl games today, guys. Starting at five thirty, we've got the Cheez It Bowl, Miami and Oklahoma State in Camping World Stadium. It's on ESPN. Who you guys got? Hmm. JP, you're the college football guy. Ah. Uh. It's a good question. All right. Uh, sorry, I was getting to where where it was with the information. Yeah, Oklahoma State's a one-and-a-half-point favorite on this one. Um, and Miami, with uh, the news of uh, Derek King, is is returning. Mm-hmm. Perhaps they uh, they have a little extra vibe about them. A little juice. A little juice, maybe. Um, I, I think I think Miami may may get this one. They're, uh, it's, it's in Orlando. Not that that matters all that much, but... Uh, I think I like Miami. I think I like the Hurricanes in this one as well. Um, like you said, I, I was I was inclined to ask where it was, but like you said, I'm not sure home field. I'm not sure what that means in in the midst of COVID. But but I, I like I, I just think I like Miami in this one. Miami won't stop Oklahoma State. The, 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 Pokes may not punt. Just saying. 
possible. So. <laughs> we saw what North Carolina did to the Hurricanes. Cowboys in this one. Mm. That That's kind of what I'm basing this on. Uh, <laughs> the Valero Alamo Bowl in the Alamo Dome in San, San Antonio, Texas, which, by the way, hosts a The Spring League team. <laughs> I think it hosts The Spring League. Is it the whole league? I, I, don't I think know. they all play there, yeah. Well, it's a good place to play. Uh, and they have uh, they do nothing to the turf. It just says UTSA mm-hmm. the whole time. Well, they, um, the Spring League probably can't afford to have their care. own logos put on the field. so yeah. They don't care. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Um, but that's in the Alamo Dome. It's Texas, number 20 Texas, and Colorado. That's at 9 o'clock. On, I guess these are these are probably Eastern time, so it's probably eight o'clock on ESPN. The other game that is correct. That is correct. So, what are you thinking in this one, Texas and Colorado? Well, Texas is the touchdown and change favorite in this one. Uh, I'm not sure if uh, I haven't seen a whole lot of Colorado. They've only played five games, um, and you know, for Texas to be in the Texas Bowl. Um, you know, for for bowl games, what I look for is who is more excited to be there or who is less excited to be there. Mm. Um, and just you know, I I would think there there's been a lot of um, a lot of circulation going around uh, from Texas about their head coach. Is he going to leave? Is he going to stay? Is he going to get fired? Um, I I think Colorado may have less to deal with from a mental standpoint. In, in Texas, I don't think they get excited to go to San Antonio to play in this game. So I think Colorado wins. Interesting. I think talent for talent, I think this is a game Texas should win. I get everything that you just said, and it all makes sense, but I think that this just isn't a game Texas should lose, so I'm going to pick Texas. I agree. I think um, I think Texas wins the game. I'm not. I don't know that I care why. <laughs> I just think that Texas is a better football team. And uh, so, there you go. That's I got Texas in this one. Talking about exciting, excited to be there. Um, there are some some folks from um, from Florida who will not be playing in their bowl game. The the Cotton Bowl, as Florida is set to take on Oklahoma. And at this point, Florida is without four wide receivers uh, in this game. So they're, they're, they're basically the Cleveland Browns of, of, of the bowl season. Kyle Pitts, Kadarius Toney, and um, the Grimes kid all opted out, as well as Jacob Copeland yesterday. So now, Florida will be without 174 of their 296 receptions, 2,778 of their 4,200 yards, receiving yards, and 34 of their 45 touchdown receptions. Now let's see what Heisman Trophy finalist Kyle Trask looks like. So and that's kind of what you know. Somebody said, "Well, when he goes off, they're going to say, well, he probably should have won the Heisman.'" I'm like, he didn't have one of these guys and got beat by LSU. <laughs> so, 
not having four of your receivers now you it's a win-win for the sec by the way because if florida loses well they didn't have four of their best players but if florida wins it's the strength of the sec <laughs> yeah yeah um this I is looking more is gonna win yeah this is looking more and more like an oklahoma win with every passing day as you know as as another florida player opts out and you know with the way spencer rattler improved from week one to this point, I've, I've always felt like this was an Oklahoma win anyway, but this certainly doesn't hurt the Sooners' chances. Yeah, I, I think I think Florida wins handily if these four guys are playing. Yeah. They may win anyway, but they're not, so it doesn't matter. Don't. <laughs> so, something to consider in this, I was, I was just searching for the, the open line for this game was minus three Florida. It is now completely flipped to minus three Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yep. Ooh. And those guys in Vegas, as Chris is learning, <laughs> they don't miss much. I, I will say it's pretty funny that, uh, you know, uh, the 40 or 54, I think it was 54 and a half was the, the over under in the Titans game. And it was 54. and it was fifty four, <laughs> so it's pretty impressive, man. They they know they know what they're doing. It's it's that's why I don't bet very much. Like it, well, what's, I bet what's, a lot of different things, but I don't bet I don't bet a lot of money. What What's crazy is, you know these these were the two top scoring offenses in the NFL. They were each averaging thirty one points, and they come in with an over under that's eight points below that total. And virtually hit it. Well, I mean, weather, right? Yeah, that's the. And they knew that a week ahead. <laughs> it's pretty impressive. It really is. All right, uh, there you go, guys. That's your 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 college football, your college basketball for the day. Plenty of sports action if you're sitting at the house to 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 partake in. So, really pumped about it. When we come back, it's Top 5 Tuesday, finally. We're going to tell you our Top 5 Game Day Appetizers. Tell us yours on Twitter at SM underscore TN Sports. We'll be right back. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal. Recently, we learned about Patio West in Spring Hill and what a pleasure it has been. Their menu is full of seafood, burgers, and more, giving every member of your family something to enjoy. Be sure to go by Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats located at 3011 Longford Drive in Spring Hill or visit patiowest.com and tell them the guys at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. <laughs>
Welcome back in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. I was waiting for the uh, I was waiting for the music to go down a little bit because I can't see JP right now. <laughs> he couldn't. There he, he is. Couldn't, he couldn't give me the, uh, the the old finger to Sorry, go. Sorry, guys. We, we were <laughs> doing he some heavy. The finger. Yeah, we were doing some heavy finger. research on um, <laughs> on uh, our top five. So JP's getting insider information yeah. on the top five. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure how I feel about this. This is this is supposed to be your own work. It's not a group project. <laughs> he was he was just trying to come up with the name, and I'm glad <laughs> you told him. Yes, too. it was worth it. <laughs> Trust me, folks, it'll be worth it. <laughs> well, with with no further ado, I guess that's right. Let's get into the top five game day appetizer party appetizers. It doesn't matter. It's all going to be the same, and it's all going to be good. All right, who wants to go first? I'll go first because JP is. You go is, first. Yeah. Um, I've got an honorable mention from okay. the from the Keep It Simple Stupid file. Sausage and cheese trays. Oh, sausage and cheese trays. Is that like a... Like sausage and cheese, sliced sausage and cheese and crackers. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. I can just graze a, on that. A poor man's charcuterie. Exactly. Is it poor man's? Because I mean, that's just well, a charcuterie depend, board depends these on, days. Depends on the sausage. Well, I mean, for or the for, poor, for the poor man, it's sausage and cheese trays. For for others, it's a charcuterie board. By, by the way, Mo, uh, one of my favorite things in Memphis to eat is at Rendezvous. Their sausage and cheese oh. platter with the with the uh, dusting at Rendezvous. Yes, yes. I, I think it's yes, better sir. than the ribs. Yeah. Right. Uh, that was is that your that was number five. That was my oh, no, that, that was my that was honorable, honorable mention. My number, yeah, my number five is pigs and blankets. Oh, there you go. Mm, that's a good one. That's a good one. I do like some pigs in a blanket. My number five is deviled eggs. Ooh, ooh. Yep, I like I, I like the deviled eggs. That's a good with one. or without the little paprika, paprika oh, yeah, sprinkle. You gotta have it, right? Either one, but I preferably with. All right. But the not not the ones with the sliced olives on them. That's disgusting. Who would do that? Exactly. But I've seen it. Yeah. Instead okay. of a sliced olive, you need a um, a pickled jalapeno. Ooh. I can handle that. There you go. Uh, Panola has a great brand of those, by the way. All right. Uh, my number five, uh, I like you, Mo, pigs in a blanket. Mm, they're right. very different ways. You know, pigs, you know, it's pork, so it could be bacon, it could be sausage. Just something like that wrapped yeah, yeah wrapped in uh, in some sort of bread or roll, mm-hmm. perhaps. Preferably a crescent roll. Yeah, or mm-hmm. you could bake it into a roll, a homemade roll. A sausage yeah. baked into a oh, homemade roll. Oh, goodness. Mm-hmm. Yep. Look at you. Okay. Number four. What was your number five, Chris? Deviled eggs. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. Okay. Number four. Um, cheese balls. That's good. Yep, that's a good one. Uh, yeah. What do you like a specific cheese ball? Do you like anything particular, or just you just whatever cheese ball and Ritz crackers or whatever? Pretty much whatever cheese ball. Does it does it have to be Ritz crackers? I prefer Townhouse. Actually, gotcha. I'm okay with that. It's butter flavored, but yeah, butter flavored mm-hmm. cracker. It, it yeah. you know, it can't just be a saltine. That's not my thing. No, 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 no. My number four is spinach dip. Oh, interesting. Spinach dip. Artichokes with, with it? 
It, you can put our spinach artichoke dip, either one. But yeah, spinach dip is really good, and uh, it's got to be with the Ritz or the Townhouse butter flavor crackers. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, my number four. There is uh, this bottle of sauce that you can buy at the grocery store it's called Captain Rodney's, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a sweet rummy type. Uh, it has. I think that's Tennessee. It may that's be a Tennessee. Uh, yeah, thing. It has a recipe on it uh, for a dip that has cream cheese, um, and uh, top it with bacon and a couple other types of cheese. You bake it in the oven; it's fantastic. And uh, Captain Rodney's, Captain Rodney's dip. Yep, I'm gonna have to go find that. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Number um, three, number three. It's to me. Um, Rotel dip. Okay, just regular. Like, do you put sausage or hamburger meat? Sausage. Okay. Yeah. That's a big deal. Like whichever one you put it is. Oh, huge. Big yeah. Sausage. You need that spiciness there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I feel you there, Rotel. My number three is the beef dip cheese ball. It's got to be the armor beef with uh, green onions and garlic powder, mm. put in the food processor, etc. Yeah, good stuff. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, my number three, uh, Hammy's. Little what ham rolls. That? You don't know what hammies are? Oh, okay, okay. All right, okay. ham, Swiss cheese, um, and mm. uh, on Hawaiian rolls, and yeah, then there's a poppy yeah. seed sauce that you with butter and Worcestershire sauce. You bake on top. So we just good. didn't call them hammies. Yeah, that, that's what I pull when I run. Yeah, <laughs> little hammies. So that's, that's, that's why uh, I don't gotcha. run. That's number yeah. three. Um, number two is one that I just tried for the first time this weekend making. Um, Saw it on Facebook a while back. Saved it. Stuck it in my pocket. Bacon-wrapped crackers. Hello. Yeah. Interesting. Crackers. Just like like what kind of cracker? Um, townhouse. Townhouse crackers. crackers. Sprinkle some Parmesan cheese on it. Wrap it in bacon. Stick it in the stove at 350 for an hour. The recipe calls for red pepper glaze. I didn't have any. I just used barbecue sauce. Oh, okay. Hey, nice improvising, Mo. Yes, sir. And, Good stuff. And I made them on Sunday, and someone in my home was upset that I did not make them again last night. So they must have been pretty good. Make them, make them for for this weekend. Yeah. Be uh, the time to do it. And they will be made before this weekend and this weekend, <laughs> probably. Yeah. Word. Um, my number two is sausage balls. It's solid. Balls. It's solid. It's a solid number two. <laughs> oh, it's um, absolutely a solid number two. All right, my number two. I wanted to make this number one, but I haven't tried it yet. Uh, it, apparently, it's going to be made today in my house. But by name alone, I almost wanted to put it at number one. <laughs> but I'm going with number two, Mississippi crack. I, I don't even know what that is, but I'm, I'm not here quite for sure it. either. I think it's it, better than the. I think it's better than the crack that we had back home in Alabama. Yeah, I think you know. I think it's um, illegal. You've heard of uh, Mississippi mud sandwiches, or yes, kind of like beef. Mud pie, yeah, yeah. I think it had it's something along those lines. So it's okay. going to be some beef and maybe some uh, some jus sauce, maybe some peppers. I don't know inside of a roll or something along those those lines. So. That sounds delicious. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. Name alone. I almost wanted to put this number one just to put it on the poll and see what people... <laughs> <Just> <laughs> but, but we'll put it number two. All right. Number one. Number one. Sausage balls. There you go. 
Yeah. That's, yeah. It's good stuff, man. Sausage balls are tough to beat. They really are. Yeah. It, which, they shocked me when you had them number two, because I'm wondering what your number one is. Well, I'll tell you, my number one is Sarah's Sweet Rotel. And let me tell you why. Have you had this? Because I've, I've brought it to, to bourbon night. It's, um, I don't think I have. It, instead of regular sausage, you use maple sausage. Oh. And it's it's sweet, it's spicy, and it's cheese. It's perfect. Mm. you got to okay. use maple sausage in the okay. Rotel. It's amazing. What do you got, JP? All right. Sausage balls, number one. Made some, wow. Yeah. Made some homemade um, sausage balls. Mississippi with, crack is going in. Yeah. You should. With homemade pimento cheese. I made it last week. Mm. Yes. Mm. Fantastic. Yeah, that's that sounds delicious. Mm. I'm shocked that buffalo chicken dip did not show up. I almost put that list. on there. Mm-hmm. It would be an honorable mention for me. But uh, yeah. there you go. Those are our top five game day and party appetizers. Sarah said her number one was loaded potato skins. So there you mm-hmm. go, loaded potato mm-hmm. skins. We, yeah. we might put those on, on the poll too. But You uh, can't go wrong with that. There you go. All right. We appreciate you guys tuning in. It is Tuesday. We'll be back tomorrow at 9 o'clock. Same bat time, same bat channel. Thank you guys for listening. Check out the podcast if you missed any part of today's show. SM-10 Sports Today. Wherever you get your podcast, follow us on Twitter at SM underscore TN Sports and on Facebook. For JP, Mo, I'm Chris Yao. This is Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Stay cool, Columbia.